Hey everyone, welcome to the PFF Betting Podcast. I am your host, Kendall Valenzuela, joined by PFF Senior Data Scientist, Ben Brown. We're going to be breaking down some NFL win totals today. We're going to continue what we did last week. And then, special treat from Ben Brown, we are doing the betting market implied 2022 NFL mock draft. So let's get into it. No, that's that's kind of nice. We're not gonna mess anything up this time. We're not sick. It's uh, yeah, it's nice. And you're in a sl- you're nice. in a kind of slow period. It's in a, it's a little bit of a slow period. I don't know if it's a lull, I guess, but we uh, escaped free agency for the most part, I guess, and yeah. we are you know still a few weeks out from the NFL draft, so it's uh, you know full on research and development season. I would say in my home office right now, I guess. So I'll I'll take it. I enjoy a little bit of. Uh, you know, that sort of grind. And it's been uh, enjoyable sweating out the masters a little bit. I know mm-hmm. MLB uh, started as well. So we got some futures bets from uh, Kendall and the listeners. I think that I, I'm already expecting to win on. So it's, uh, it's, it's oh, been yeah. a great week so far, I would say. So I know it's so funny when people, I feel like when people think about you, they're like, Oh, Ben Brown, just betting, but you do so much more. <laughs> like that's the best part, but you do so much more like in the trenches, like data stuff for PFF. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel in the trenches right now, but we're, you know, obviously trying to improve on, you know, a lot of our consumer products specifically, you know, like the tools that we put up on the site. I know, you know, Eric's obviously had a big hand uh, in a lot of those. I put in some time on some of those. And I do think that, you know, in heading into the 2022 season, uh, we are, you know, hopefully going to accomplish a lot of our goals from that. end, And I do think it's going to make PFF probably, you know, the best betting destination for NFL and college football say. So yeah. it's good. Even it's though good. it already, it already is. And even even though it already is right. We're always, but that's the, I mean, that's the thing I would say about like with betting and everything, like you kind of always do need to be evolving, evolving your process, like checking things, especially in the off season. Um, Cause I think if you, you know, put out the exact same model for two years in a row, like the market is probably already caught up to it. I would say, especially mm-hmm. if it's a public facing model. So uh, we're always trying to look for tweaks and things, especially, you know, with NFL and NCA green line and those sorts of things, obviously both were uh, successful last year, but I do think, you know, simply resting on that is just not something that's going to keep you ahead of the market. So mm-hmm. uh, looking to improve on all that, I would say quite a bit here for 2022, especially. So, so follow along with us folks, because you're going to want, but NFL green line, <laughs> did great lot and i think college the college did even better than yeah so college was like yeah college is where it was at last year um really pleased with it overall um and there there are still a lot of things that we you know i think can definitely improve upon uh, Mm -hmm. and i think we're going to so i think you know obviously obviously get on board because uh the subscription Mm -hmm. is probably too cheap based on the offerings right now i would say for sure exactly exactly and it's mock draft season season. i think you can't lose we were just talking about that you really can't and it it gets me too because whenever i see mock draft i just automatically click it it's just it's it's so interesting to see how different everyone is but everyone pff.com and right now pff.com slash betting too you put out the betting market implied 2022 nfl mock draft so first of all i just need you to break it down explain it like i'm five you know just just break it down but it is super interesting betting what to you the betting market implied mock draft. How did you go about it before we even dive into it? 
Yeah, so this whole like idea of like market implied uh, rankings and rankings, I do think it's a really interesting uh, conversation or topic idea or something. But basically, if you're looking at, you know, ranking systems, whether it's like ELO, Massey, uh, you know, like Pythagorean wind theorem, those sorts of things, they're all taking into account how a team actually performed in that given game. They're using, you know, like the home score minus the away score plus the away score and all these other things in order to derive how well each team actually performed in that particular matchup. What you can do uh, instead of maybe taking those sorts of things, you can take in what the betting market expectation is. And I do think that's probably the most efficient way of actually uh, power ranking or handicapping these teams. And you would say, you know, if you did like an ELO market implied power ranking, you basically take, uh, or Massey basically would be the the approach. The Massey uh, formula would basically be, you know, home score minus away score for all these team matchups. How well did they perform? Instead of using the home score and away score, you can use, you know, the spread and total and those sorts of things. And that gives you uh, kind of the betting market assessment for how they rank those teams. So it's almost kind of reverse engineering, uh, you know, what the betting market is putting out there. Um, and I like that quite a bit because I do think it's probably the, the most accurate way to power rank teams uh, either in the season or outside of the season. Uh, and you can extend that to a lot of different ways. Of course, we can't do it as well with, you know, like the mock draft, NFL draft props and those sorts of things. But you can kind of, you know, work through this idea of reverse engineering every single pick based on the way that the betting market is pricing it out. And that's kind of how uh, basically the exact way that we uh, kind of arrived at this market implied NFL mock draft is basically reverse engineering, uh, you know, the odds that we have available from like DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, all the all the legal sports books, uh, and then figuring out who's going to be, uh, you know, the most likely selection given those odds. And that's, you know, kind of what we arrived at. I do think it's the most accurate way, uh, I would say, to build a mock draft right now. So, I mean, yeah, after that explanation, I would, <laughs> I'm probably going to pick every single thing that you put on this mock draft and probably just bet it. Yeah, because so how pro- you just described it is crazy yeah well it's like and it's also and this you know the mock draft is obviously a much less uh you know efficient way of doing it or you know even like a must much less methodical way of doing it's a lot more Mm -hmm. you know you you, you're looking at things and those sorts of things but uh there's going to be some mistakes but i do think you know Mm -hmm. from getting from pick one to pick 32 it's 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 definitely the easiest way and the most accurate way to do it and you know we're going to have a lot of misses in there but uh there's definitely going to be some things that the market is correct on for sure so I haven't, I really, and this is not just me being a homer for you and PFF, but I really have not seen that a lot elsewhere. This was yeah. the first one like full, cause you went one to 30, you did the full first round. So, and this was one of the first ones that I've seen at least this season come out like that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it is like, it is the only way that, uh, we did do the mock draft last year, but we were the only people that have kind of done. And I do know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some places like in predict who is, you know, really focused on MBA, uh, from a data science perspective also does these like market implied power rankings for NFL teams. Uh, that was something that, you know, Eric eager, uh, and I kind of like first did three or four years ago using that mythology. Um, so that is kind of getting out there, but at least the mock draft NFL draft prop, uh, part of it is, yeah, we are, I think, I think we're PFF is the only one and definitely the uh, yeah. originators of it, I would say, which is, you know, slash betting. You guys right. have to go back. So how, I guess um, just before we get into it, how often are you going to change this? Cause I know when a couple podcasts ago, you said, you know, the, the, the NFL draft market probably is set for a little while. Cause we're yeah. about three weeks out. So I don't see how much it could change from here till now. So are you going to do an updated one closer to the draft or is this kind of what you have set until we get there? 
I think we should do one week on the draft. I'll definitely pitch mm-hmm. that to Austin as well. But I think the main thing that's going to change now is just a specific player over under draft position, right? We have okay. some of those in the, in the market, but I do think we're still going to, those are the, those are the spots that are probably going to trickle in more. And that's going to make, you know, the back half of the first round uh, a, a lot more accurate and a lot more, uh, you know, efficient in that market. Cause I do feel really good about how like the top 10 shaped out with this particular uh, mm-hmm. market implied mock draft, but uh, you know, like 15 through 32, there is, there, there just isn't enough, you know, market information right now to make it probably as accurate as it needs to be. So uh, we'll definitely take that into account, take the, you know, th- the the specific player totals into account. And I do think that's going to be uh, hopefully the most accurate mock draft put out there from any one singular source then. So Love it. that's Love the goal. It. Well, let's, least. that's the goal. Well, that's, I feel like that's always your guys' right. goal. But let's go through then the top 10, because you said you really liked how the top 10, the first 10 shaped out. So we'll start with number one and you had Jacksonville Jaguars and it's kind of just a little bit of chalk. It's what everyone's thinking is going to happen. And it's Aiden Hutchinson um, going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm on DraftKings right now, just to make sure, just to make sure we have the most accurate. And he is minus 280 um, to be the number one draft pick, which is kind of in line with this article. Yeah. Yeah. Basically he hasn't moved a whole lot. Uh, I think he was even higher uh, Mm -hmm. at other stretches, but yeah, he definitely hasn't separated. Maybe that's because, uh, at least a specific edge rusher prospects. He maybe doesn't have uh, the ceiling type of outcomes that uh, I've, you know, players in past traps have had for instance, like miles Garrett going number one overall, maybe mm-hmm. even Joey Bosa. But uh, I think for this particular draft, given the current state of it, uh, Aiden Hutchinson just makes way too much sense to go number one overall. So uh, I, I think, you know, there's not really any value in betting it right now, but uh, it's definitely going to be the way that this one actually plays out come April 28th. So I agree. I agree. And we've done, we've been doing those Hutch podcasts. So the Hutch yep. podcast is coming out. Um, I, mark your calendars. I think it's coming out next week and it should yep. be, it's a really cool project that those guys, Austin uh, Silfaro worked on. So it's really cool, but I think the consensus is he is the number one pick. And if, if it, if that didn't happen, it would be um, a little bit of a shock, I think to us, but number two for you, Detroit lions, they're going with in your mock Trayvon Walker from Georgia. And this is interesting because this, the, the rumors flying around that this could be a quarterback, that this could be Malik Willis is interesting there too. But for Trayvon Walker to go number two to the Detroit lions, he right now is plus two fifty, which I think is incredible value from what you've been saying yeah i mean it's it's kind of crazy that how quickly he has uh risen up the draft board uh mm-hmm. you know obviously he's been the biggest mover since uh kind of like the combine and these pro days kind of started trickling in but him moving all the way up uh, i would say is pretty dramatic basically the same exact odds as aiden hutchinson to go number two overall uh it just makes you know a lot of sense i did write up uh, Kayvon Thibodeau to go yep. number two overall in my uh, article that dropped late last week. He was at plus 1200 at that point. He's moved all the way up to plus 400. So uh, I think there's obviously a little bit of competition for this number two overall pick. I does seem like uh, the Lions are going to go with an edge rusher, but mm-hmm. uh, you know Malik Willis as well as you know the fourth most likely option here at plus four fifty, and that one makes a lot of sense as well. So even starting off, you know the second overall pick, uh, it could be pretty chaotic here. But right now, Trayvon Walker, that's that's the that's the direction that the betting market is leaning. I think if mm-hmm. I was betting on it, I would probably go in a different direction, but. Uh, given that this is the market implied mock draft, I got to go with Trayvon Walker at two. So. Yeah, you got to gotta go with your Got to stick with it. So, got to stick so. with it. Got to stick with it. All right. Number three, Houston Texans, Icky. Icky Aquanu from NC State. Um, I think right now, too, he is plus 180 
Um, that's exactly what you have in your article too, to go third overall, uh, obviously the favorite there. Um, you like him and you also like his, you like other draft draft props for him too. If you n- don't necessarily want to bet him going three, you have him going up elsewhere too. Yeah. I mean, minus minus one forty. uh, it does seem like he's probably separated a little bit in the offensive lineman market. I don't know if I really necessarily agree with that. I've kind of been an Evan Neal guy, uh, throughout the whole okay. process, him not working out has obviously, uh, you know, influenced his stock a little bit, but, uh, yeah, it seems like, you know, at least the betting market is pointing in all indications for icky, uh, to go at least third overall. It is probably going to be, uh, it looks like an offensive lineman. If it's not going to be a quarterback here, uh, to the mm-hmm. Houston Texans. So uh, I think Neil or Iquanu, uh, but yeah, it's, it's the, the market is pricing in Iquanu. So, uh, maybe lean in that direction. But if I was, you know, betting on it, uh, I'd probably look more so for a guy like Malik Willis or something to go number mm. three overall. I know we've talked about that one a little bit previously. Uh, hasn't moved a ton uh, yet, but okay. I think, I think the Texans are going to leave this first round with uh, a quarterback at either three or 12. So we'll see okay. what happens. So. Malik Willis right now, according to DraftKings, is plus 1500 there to we go. go. It's not a bad payout. Not oh, a bad man. payout. Maybe a sprinkle on it or something. Maybe a spring. Know, Maybe so. I'm going to do it right now as we're, talk- right. as we're talking through this. I do. I, I like that one. And then number four for the New York Jets, you've got Thibodeau. This is where you have him going, which Ben is just so it's to me, it's so fun to have watched from the start of the college season to now, because he was the guy, he was mm-hmm. the favorite there was no question during the season that that was his place. And now he's moved all the way back there. You have him going to the New York Jets. Um, going at fourth, he's plus 250 right now. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, he's, I, I think, probably the most talented player in the draft, I would say. Uh, you know, maybe in conversation for number two overall, it sounds like still. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we have him at, you know, top five pick minus 115. So definitely think he's going to go within the first five picks. And I think he's too talented to fall outside of that has, you know, obviously been knocked for some, you know, maybe off the field concerns or whatever you want to say, as far as like his, uh, you know, love of the game or whatever oh people come, drum up at this point in time. But uh, I, I like him quite a bit. I, I wrote him up to go number two overall. Like I said, at like plus 1200, he's moved up too much. I would say to bet that now at plus 400, but uh, him to go in the top five, I think is a pretty safe bet at minus 115. So Lock it in, Jets. Here we lock go. It, lock it in. I will lock say, like, in. Austin, our, we have great PFF college football analysts, right? We've got mm-hmm. some of the best. And and between Trevor Sigma and Austin Gale and then Connor Rogers, they're like, don't listen to anything about his work ethic right, or anything right. like that. I mean, I think Connor Rogers had him going. If, if he doesn't go number one, which we don't think he's going to, we think Aiden's a lock there. He's like, I think he's going to go number two because he's so talented. And for people right. to believe that he doesn't have a work ethic is just. It's just what, it's, what, what it's peak draft up? season, right? It's, I mean, dra- it's so gross. It's, it's right. what we're going to be saying in July. Like when some people put out that, you know, Jamar Chase wasn't going to be that good because of his <laughs> drops in the preseason. And we're like, oh, my right. God, here we stop. go again. Here we go again. <laughs> it's so. gross. It's gross. So I will just say that don't don't listen to any of that, especially when I when we're listening to Trevor and Austin and all those guys. I'll believe them a thousand percent. Right. Right. So. Right. All right. New York Jets or New York Giants. Number five. Your guy. Your guy, my guy, Evan Neal. Yeah, I mean, he's, so he's, you know, mine, he's, uh, you know, his draft prop 3.5 minus 165 to the over. So it does seem like he's going to end up at, you know, pick four, pick five here. Uh, Giants need some help along the offensive line. I do think Evan Neal better pass blocker uh, Mm -hmm. than Icky, uh, especially right now. 
he is minus 275 to be a top five pick. So I think, you know, he's, he's going to go here. He's super talented. I, I personally think he should be the number one offensive lineman off the board. Still. Uh, I think he's like plus 120 plus 130 mm-hmm. right now in that market. So uh, maybe, maybe that's the direction you want to go with him, but uh, I, I like him to land in the top five quite a bit. So let's, like let's that. see it I, happen. Evan Neal. So, yeah, I like you and you've been, you've liked him for a while. You right. liked him for a I while, mean, that so was, you're not changing up on it. That's yeah, sure. Eric, I think Eric got me just way too involved at like plus 1,000, and I've just been riding it out ever since, I would say, uh, for him to be the first overall pick when that was like the only market available. Eric wrote that one up, and uh, it looked good for a while, but now that they've kind it of did. settled on Aiden Hutchinson, things have uh, backfired, I would say, a little bit. But I still think uh, Evan Neal is probably, you know, should be and will be the best offensive lineman out of this class is my, is, is my personal opinion. So. Uh, especially in plus one twenty, I do like that right, for him to be right. the first one overall, first offensive lineman taken. So I do, I do like that one a lot. This one's breaking my heart a little bit, but you have the Carolina Panthers taking Malik Willis at six. Um, and I think he's what now minus 200 to be the first quarterback taken. So the value there is pretty much gone, but you do like him going to the Panthers. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, Panthers are basically, I think the highest uh, odds for to select either Kenny Pickett or Malik Mm -hmm. Willis. So I don't really have a a ton of other opportunities in the draft to select a quarterback. So uh, I think Malik Willis in the top 10 makes a lot of sense. I do think he could still go higher than this, uh, you know, maybe even to the Lions at two or the Texans at three, but if he doesn't Mm -hmm. uh, six is, I would say uh, close to his floor right now. So lock it in Panthers need to do something at quarterback. uh, And this is the, really their only opportunity. So, Yeah. yeah. I'm looking the first, yeah, first quarterback selected. This is again off DraftKings. Uh, Malik Willis is minus 170. Kenny Pickett plus 140. And then go. it's just, then it's plus 2,500 for every single, everyone else. Right, so right. I agree with you on that one. So let's go New York Giants. You like uh, Sauce, our own from Cincinnati, Ahmad Sauce Gardner, to go number seven, uh, New York Giants. And that's um, from Chicago. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's I- the one. That's the one I still think, you know, even with Derek Stinley's, uh, you know, pro day timing and workout this week, I do still think sauce is uh, going to be the first cornerback off the board. I like both of them to go in the top 10 does seem like Gardner's Mm -hmm. basically a lock at this point, uh, given what Stingley did on his draft day should probably be landing in the top 10 as well. This was of course done, you know, before that, uh, that pro day on Wednesday, but um, I think both these guys really talented cornerbacks. I do think there's going to be, you know, a little bit of a run on the cornerback market here Mm -hmm. uh, in the first round of the NFL draft. So it starts with Gardner doesn't end with him though. That's for sure. Starts with sauce. He's been so fun. Again, I think I said this last week, I'm so excited to see him in the league because when he joined Richard Sherman, he had such a great interview and he, just like it's it is peak draft season because now he's like pinned a tweet on on his uh, Twitter account that's like I am the best player in the draft. There we so go. I'm just you so excited. Confidence. I'm so excited <laughs> just to see him and just for just for the draft to come. We are in such a weird lull period that it's like right. ah, we need it so bad. But let's go. We got two, three more. We got three more. So uh, number eight, Atlanta Falcons. You like Charles Cross from Mississippi State. Um, he has a draft. His draft position prop when you wrote this is uh, seven and a half with the over at minus 135. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I got, I, yeah. I don't know where, I don't see it right now, to be honest with I you. I was looking, I was looking too. So I was hoping you found it because yeah. I was trying not to just look on my phone the whole time. Um, I, I also don't. Yeah, see he's it. still at seven. He's still at seven okay. and a half. I think he's at minus one forty-five for the over now. So, okay. uh, does make a lot of sense for him to probably land at picks eight or nine, given the price on that 
mm -hmm. particular number, you know, third best tackle in the class, I would say was getting some hype as being, you know, better than Evan Neal or Icky. I don't necessarily think that's the case, but uh, I do think it is a strong tackle market. Uh, and I do think we're going to see him go in the top 10. So Atlanta, mm -hmm. I, I don't know necessarily what they're doing, but maybe they want to lock in a tackle, even though they don't really have anybody else at any particular position outside of tight end. Uh, but, but we'll see. So, uh, yeah, Falcons, I guess they're going to do something at eight. Why not go with the tackle? So. I don't even know if the Falcons know what they're doing. Right. Just right. In general. Right. Yeah. And we, we can talk about that with the, with the win totals, but right. I was looking at that. I was like, they actually have the opportunity to be the worst team. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, I, I kind of, and I like Marcus Mariota, right? So it's hard for me to say that, but like outside of Mariota, it's like, man, this could be really it's bad. It's really, really bad. bad. So I don't know. And like, I was kind of an Arthur Smith believer as well when he left Tennessee and went to Atlanta. Uh, but it's, it could be ugly for him these next two years. And then what, yeah. right. Then he's been there three years. Hasn't really done anything. Is he going to get fired or not? I don't know, but that's, it's, it's turned over and it's, you know, only going worse. I would say before it's, it's going to get better. Yeah. So. It's pivot. It's pivotal. We're in, yeah. we're in the pivotal point here where you're like, uh, they're under right. a microscope. They're right. under a microscope over there. So all right, tell me number nine, Seattle Seahawks. That's obviously from Denver. I, you have them taking Jermaine Johnson from Florida State. Yeah, I don't, and I don't. I think this is like probably my least favorite pick. I would say yeah. overall. I, I'm hoping um, because I swear yeah. to God, Ben, I, he's I up just to, <laughs> yeah, he's up to minus one seventy now, so that's moved uh, even a little bit more. But for some reason, he is getting a lot of hype as you know a top ten selection. I don't necessarily see it. So maybe okay. it makes sense that Seattle will select him, but uh, this would probably be my least favorite selection in the top 10 for sure. And I don't know, it's, it, it's maybe just a little bit of an overstep. Maybe, maybe mm -hmm. a different edge rusher drops doesn't really necessarily think like think it's going to be the case, but I don't know. I think this is the landing spot for like Derek Stingley or something. Now it's okay. kind of my uh, like correct approach. What, who do you like for Seattle? That's the real I mean, question. I, I mean, well, you, I did you're like tuned Malik. in. So. I did like Malik. Yeah. You know, I just, but that, that's just me like betting and thinking with like betting with my heart there because right, it's right. just, it's going to be so painful. And I know that they're just in, I've come to terms with the, we are in, they are in a transition period now, right. but it's just going to be so tough only because I covered Drew Locke in Denver and I'm happy that he has a new shot somewhere else, but man, I just wish it wasn't with, wasn't right. with my team because right. we've talked my to, there team. are Drew, there are Drew Locke apologists and I do, Drew Locke is fine, but I do like the idea of them potentially getting ready to start their future with right. drafting a Malik Willis, uh, right. you know, so that, that is what I would like, but realistically, are they going to do that? Probably, probably, not. Not. probably not. Probably not. So, I don't so, know what Pete Carroll is going to do. It is, it, this is, you know, that's probably the toughest spot in the top 10 to project right now. Uh, so we'll see, but it's, it's definitely an inflection point. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. For it, for sure, I'm interesting so. to see what happens with Baker. Right. It's, that's an interesting right. situation to monitor right now too, because no so one do wants you to want take Baker? On. Yeah. No, do well, you, you don't, you don't want him for what, what does he have right now? 18 million yeah, coming up. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, I mean, not really, but with the alternate, I don't know. It, you know, it's, it's just such a tough conversation to have because if they are in a rebuild, do you, do you want Baker? Right. Do you want Baker Mayfield? Because that's such a weird, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. Maybe you do I'm want just, Drew Locke in a rebuild because that uh, locks in the number one uh, overall pick. Yeah, that'll lock, something yeah, like that, right? top so. five, no <laughs> doubt. Just painful. Painful. <laughs> All painful. right, we'll close it out with the New York Jets, and that's from Seattle. And love this one a lot. You have wide receiver Garrett Wilson from Ohio State heading to the Jets. Yep. I mean, 
they got to, they got to put some weapons around Zach Wilson. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, obviously if they go defense early at number four, uh, this is definitely the spot uh, to, to take a wide receiver. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson first wide receiver off the board definitely makes sense. Not, not a spot that I'm personally betting, but, uh, definitely the most likely scenario. So him landing in the top 10, he actually has moved down a little bit. I think from like minus 125 mm-hmm. down to minus 115, uh, Derek Stingley, uh, you know, moving up basically, maybe some people project him to be here at 10. I do think he's more likely to go at nine to Seattle, but uh, we'll see how that one shakes out. So these three, uh, maybe a little bit of a, you know, juggle after the Derek Stingley pro day, but I think there's still uh, all these make a lot of sense right now, I would say. So. Yeah. And Drake, I think Drake London too. I think I, t- yep. I saw, I saw one of them where he was also plus uh, no, he might, I think he's the favorite actually. So don't mind me. So Drake, yeah, so it's actually plus 125, plus 125. Yeah. So Drake okay, London's plus 125, Garrett Wilson's plus 125. You are right. So yeah, basically uh, co-favorites right now to uh, to be the number one wide receiver. So I don't know. I'm still rolling the dice with Jamison Williams. He's got okay. the upside. I'm, you know, uh, uh, I covet basically, especially at the wide receiver position. I do think he's a game breaker. So uh, maybe if there's a little bit of uh, a lull, maybe if one of these guys doesn't go in the top 10, I could see, mm-hmm. you know, team like Washington at 11 or, mm-hmm. you know, even like 13 or something like that, potentially get in on the wide receiver action. I do think that's where Jamison Williams uh, could make some sense. Yeah. So we'll see. On, wow. Derek, Derek Stingley. I mean, to me, he's in the top 10. Yeah. Cause you have him right agree. now, pff.com slash Benny, you guys can read this article, but you have him going to the Vikings in this, yeah. in this but, article. I just think yeah. that's, yeah, that might be. Because he well, yeah, he was plus he was plus one forty to be a top ten pick uh, yeah. when we wrote this article on Monday. Now he's minus one twenty, so things have uh, definitely changed. I would say uh, quite a bit. So nice, nice. I love it. I just, love I'm it. just so, I'm just so excited for the draft. It's right. It's, it's, it's just, my favorite time of year. We think we know what's going to happen, and then you get to that day, and you're like, it's just pure right. chaos. And, and then, then there's so one fun. trade, and then there's one trade, and uh, everything just goes everything to blows shit. up. So, right, yeah, right. everything so. blows up. Tell so. me, uh, tell me, you know, we'll get into the team win totals really fast. Tell me your um, MLB futures. I mean, I bet some, I bet some, I, yeah, so my guy, uh, Judah Fort gang put me on a couple. Ooh. I do, I do like, you know, Kyle Schwarber, I think, uh, to, uh, lead the league in home runs he got me on I think he got me on nice. Chicago White Sox as well which I don't know if I feel great about that one but uh, I was telling you yeah I got like limited on FanDuel on my Kyle Schwarber bet uh, you know so that was not good and I've kind of been limited ever since trying to get some college basketball bets done on them as well so I don't know something That's broke so with weird. the algorithm uh, you know bet NFL and college football relatively you know I was limited a little bit on some props and stuff like that but it wasn't anything drastic but yeah tried to bet some Kyle Schwarber home run props got limited on FanDuel and now like I can't really bet anything so it's uh, it's a tough day I'm losing losing my book outs here we'll see what I have coming in the preseason but yeah I'm starting to get nervous I guess so yeah folks he's won too much I don't know about that but it's (laughs) some some something broke with that That is weird yeah and I know like people put out like tweets or whatever and I do think like their their limiting algorithm does it on like really long shot odds it seems to be you know like the plus three thousands or you know 30 to one shots and those sorts of things 25 to one so i think that's where people usually get limited it's more so based on the um you know win payout as opposed to what you're actually betting but 
um it's 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 it's, it's interesting i would interesting. say so we'll see but yeah i i have i, am... I have money on circa obviously i do really like them as a sports book i just wish they had okay. you know more offerings available but they're you know obviously catered to sharp sports betters and aren't really aren't yeah. limiting people are taking the highest limits as well so i uh, definitely like them quite a bit but Is... there's opportunities it's nice being in a legalized market where you have you know 12 plus books or something yeah, it must, so, must be nice Is circa the one nice. with the like really really cool pool in vegas so that's i mean so stadium swim is like yeah, yeah that's yeah, it's yeah. on but circa it's in, there like it's on circa yeah yep. yeah and then they have vston of course and stuff like of that course. on you know on there so yeah it's 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 interesting but yeah i i i, need, I actually haven't even been to vegas since you know pre-covid so i need to go i've never actually seen stadium swim uh oh. in person so i need yeah, to I need to make go. that happen you can ask sure. you can ask george about it right george, i know george i know george, those guys went last year right after the draft <laughs> yeah. now and I, w- I actually had like a bachelor party or something so i didn't go to oh. vegas with them and now they're going to cabo and i'm like man i would much rather go to vegas than cabo, cabo we'll is not- so. i don't know Cabo's pretty nice <laughs> Cabo's nice we'll because see. you can't get into the sport, you know, you can't be gambling at 2 a.m. with all right. these, that horrible right. influences that all these guys are. Right, right, right. So, I don't know, Cabo, so. at least you won't lose as much money right. as you would Maybe. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah, I don't that's know true. for sure. So I have, a, I have a weak stomach, so I, uh, I don't know. I don't have the best of best of times, I guess, sometimes. I, I got really sick in, uh, where was it? like Playa del Carmen one time like 10 years ago I'm just been like not so now not ever to, since you're not like, willing to roll no, the dice Mexico, I guess no. right what no, I just like mean? stay in my home I don't even know that's the problem I don't know but I was like oh, four God. four or five it was actually on like my honeymoon we were in like Cancun oh, or something no. it was bad it was really bad it was like the last five days and I actually have been to Mexico since then too I don't even know why I'm saying it but I was like I don't know that was a tough trip because I even had to fly back on it sicker than through the airport and it was not not a good situation so but now know. look at you guys look at me now strong, look at me healthy now marriage <laughs> 10 years later i mean i think that's what years. has to happen right right that's hilarious so, that's look great. at us now so do you what should we save the win totals let's save podcast? the win totals let's we'll save, save the win. win totals. we're already way over but i'm just letting right. you guys know i'll end you i'll end with this the seattle mariners at plus 450 win the division that's, Lock what, it that's in. what i'm on that's there we I'm go on. and that is a full bet from the heart i'm there just letting you i am prefacing that so when you come for me <laughs> i'm on it exactly too exactly why thank you i'm on it too i'll uh i'll i'll stand in the way if anybody comes for you as well yeah so just no let me don't know sure. hey, i i put it out there on twitter i said do not bet this if you do not Send believe it, it because, because i'm a believer i'm a believer a full so. bet from the heart awesome right. well thanks everyone so much for listening have a great master's weekend have a great weekend in general and we will talk to you guys next week.